Hey guys, imagine sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers who share your thirst for history, love of country, gourmet Italian food, great nightlife, and relaxing poolside on the deck. Man, that sounds enticing, right? I want to go. Join Glenn Beck, Bill O'Reilly, Stu, David Barton, and Rabbi Levin on fort on a 14-day adventure next spring sailing in the eastern Mediterranean. You're going to visit Italy, Croatia, Jerusalem, Israel, and Athens in Greece to explore the roots of, roots of Western civilization on our cruise through history. No time machine required, just a passport and a desire to share your values with the ones you love. Explore Venice, the birthplace of commerce. You could tour Greece, the origin of the republic and democracy. Walk where Jesus and his disciples shared the gospel that sparked Christianity. It's going to be a cruise like no other, and Glenn is incredibly excited to share it with you. Bring your children, you can bring your grandchildren, and you can share this amazing experience. Look, show them how this region of the world inspired our Constitution and our founders to create this grand experiment we call America. How do you get to do that? Well, visit ComeSailAway.com today to learn all of the details and the different packages. That's ComeSailAway.com. Go do it. Hey, kids. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. Good to be back in Studio 22. You know what? I've been on the road for a long, long time, shaved my beard, had to go do a little movie part and all this kind of stuff. It's kind of fun. The Hot News, Natalie. It was kind of fun. You look good. No, I don't. I know. You hate yourself without a beard. I but... don't like myself without a beard because because I've got I've got my mother's double chin. You're welcome, Mom. It's party time. No, I, no, I don't. I just like okay. So when when we were in Vegas back in January, yeah. Uh, and I, I love it because I have these trolls who are like, "Oh yeah, who wants to watch Chad talk about his diet tips?" I'm like, <laughs> "Shut up, troll." Me, I, yes. I don't mind. So that's when I was doing great. And then I started. I took a cheat day, and then it turned into a cheat week, cheat month. Now 2019, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna go to a fat camp, Natalie. Yes, I suggested. If anybody knows a fat camp out there that we could go to, we can yeah, go. Do they still call them fat camps? Is that oh, politically correct? Probably not, but I feel fat, so is I mean, it like is it like self image therapy? Wouldn't that be more like a something? Fat so camp. I'll tell you what's funny. So I have a good friend of mine. She and I were in high school together, and we reunited years, years later. And I was in Atlanta, Georgia, where she lived, and we went to dinner one night, and so. Uh, the girl walks up to our waitress walks up to the table and she wanted to show a wine list. And I just said, well, she just got out of rehab. So, and we had a little laugh. Okay. Cause I thought it was just, I knew I thought she thought it was a joke. Now we had cocktails and things like that. And then afterwards, uh, the manager of the restaurant comes walking up to the table and says to my friend across the table says, we just want to congratulate you on completing something, um, an amazing accomplishment. And as a as a reward to you, we want to give you a free dessert. And she lays down this big chocolate cake. And I said, no, it was fat camp. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Well, we we could go they there cringed. for three weeks and then we could do the show from there. Candizi. Don't you? I mean, we we be good. No, we're not going to go do fat camp for three weeks All right, and do well, a show. Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose the weight. Well, and then I'm just grow, grow my beard, beard back so I can hide my second chin. I always say it's like my face is giving birth to a second face. Uh, You've been gone. I have. We've been gone. I've been gone ten days on the road. Ten, eleven days. Party foul, mm -hmm. Steve. There's only so much Steve I can handle mm -hmm. on the road. We got my buddy K Dub, Kevin much. Wade. Anybody that follows me on social media knows Kevin Wade. Everybody yeah. knows Kevin Wade. K-Dub K on Twitter, he comes to my defense, he's smart. Anybody that's an MIT grad and can fly a jet airplane, a fighter pilot, as well as a trans-ocean, is that, is that even the right? Because you do trans-Pacific and trans-Atlantic. Yes, You're I, do, trans -ocean. I do both. You're yeah. an international pilot. For, yes, yeah, that's a good way. Yeah. I'm not going to say for who. How about that? <laughs> uh, no, there's uh, a reason we don't say those things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Party foul. <laughs> you can bleep that That's, out. There, there, there's a reason why he doesn't even put in any of his stuff on on social media, but so that way he can go out there and be honest the way he is. Mm -hmm. And of course, we got the puppet master Mark over here Hello. hanging out, driving the starship in Studio 22 in Candice, the Queen of the Ethiopians. Such a breath of fresh air, Candice. She is. 
She has compiled for us a list of headlines to remind us that the world's gone crazy. Mm -hmm. And when I read through these, like I've started pre-show not even reading the news because I want to go ahead and get angry white male so fast and way too soon. And I will also say that uh, K-Dub just brought back another bottle of Japanese whiskey. He is That makes him a very good friend because he's always bringing back some exotic Japanese whiskeys. This is the coffee whiskey, right? Yes. From What's the it called? Still. Um, it's from a coffee still. They brought yeah. the still over from Scotland, right? Yeah. Uh, Nika is the uh, Japanese company. We love they, the Nika whiskey. They uh, um, actually imported the still from Scotland mm-hmm. to uh, Japan. And uh, this is the uh, result of that. Okay. So mm-hmm. I like it. I love this stuff. This, yeah, I love everything you bring. Mm-hmm. I love everything Nika makes. And people always, if you don't know, Jap- Japan, mm-hmm. people always think of Kentucky. They think of uh, Canada. They think of Ireland and Scotland as the whiskey centers of the world. But Japan and New Zealand have really come along. Japan's got really good stuff. So mm-hmm. it's party time, Mom. Hot news, Natalie. What's going on in the world today? You know what? Speaking of Japan, we, I just had the opportunity to, they started the Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders auditions and I work as a producer for the CMT crew, um, producing that. And there are girls that really come from all over the world Mm -hmm. to try out for this squad. And, uh, for the last, uh, few years, we've had, um, a, a gal, Yuko, who has represented Japan and she's been a Dallas, she's retiring, but yet another girl has come from Japan to try out. So Yugo was a cheerleader. Yuko. Mm-hmm. Yuko. Mm-hmm. And now what, who's next? Ping Ping? <laughs> this girl's name is May. Oh, M-A-I. M-E-I. Maybe, maybe it's M-A-I. M-E-I. M-E-I, I bet. But anyway, so she'll be auditioning, so you'll have to watch that road to see what happens, but it is really neat to see the the diversity. power and the and diversity the that that, it, yeah. that that crew brings so there are a lot of hours and these girls watching these these dreams come true is is pretty fun so that it. was as close as i well, got good. to japan well, good luck to may have good you ever been to may. japan no beautiful place beautiful people mm-hmm. steve's been to japan yep when yuko was trying out she actually lived with us because mm. she didn't have anybody um she didn't Where know Joseph anybody here do what? Poor Joseph Stanier. Had <laughs> a ja- Japanese Cutie. Cowboys cheerleader living with him. Yeah. Well, once she made it, you know, she lived with us during training camp. Once she made it, we kicked her out. Yeah. Like, you can go get an apartment. Yeah. Candice, so you want to live with us? Yes. You trying out for anything? No, definitely not. You come stay at our house. <laughs> Trout for the Cowboys cheerleaders. I don't think I can make it. I said that, you know, my daughter, uh, my daughter who is on a dance scholarship at a university mm-hmm. uh, that I won't name. You know, I asked her, I said, you know, Kitty Wade's going to be on the show. You, maybe one day you could be a Cowboys cheerleader. She said, absolutely not. <laughs> she <laughs> not, didn't want it. Not her thing. So okay, anyway. got it. Can a man have a baby? I, I, no. I mean, no, technically man, you can if you put it there first. A man. But he's not, he can't deliver a baby. So you can cut it out of him. But he what? can't deliver what? it. No, I, I don't. I'm sorry. We're maybe getting really medical men here. I don't think a man can carry a, a baby a in, carry in a his baby. non-uterus area. Yeah. So men are now reporting that they view pregnancy as possible. So a lot of transgender males are now saying they can do this. This one guy, Tristan Reese, transgender man, gave birth to a son in 2017, counseled hundreds of transgender men around the world who have also given birth. Mm-hmm. Um which, look, I got to say, it's better than aborting them. How about that? That's one way to look at it. At least they're wanting to have babies. Right. Isn't it amazing that men are wanting to have babies and women are wanting to not have babies? Mm-hmm. This is how crazy the world we live in. You want to talk about forward being backwards and vice versa. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Upside is down, man. You can be a man and have a baby, so says Reese, director of family formation for the Family Equality Council, a national nonprofit of advocates for the LGBTQRZ, well, you know, 22 Families uh, believes it's a good thing that more trans men and non-binary people are beginning to see that pregnancy is a possibility for them, whether they want to experience it or view it simply as a means to an end. I don't want to have a baby. I don't want to physically. I don't want to carry a baby. I don't want to do that. I've always honored you women who did it. And I love the fact that you can do it. And I appreciate that that y'all make that just makes y'all a greater gender than men. Y'all are just superior in every way. A transgender man is biologically a woman. Theoretically. 
right? A transgender. If you identify as a man, you're probably a woman. Okay. A woman can carry a baby. A woman can carry a baby. Right. So so a woman identifying a man is using her female biology to carry that child. Because, because she's she a woman. Is a woman. I never know who we're talking about. I really don't. I still can't figure out from weeks ago we were talking about that kid. It can get confusing. Charlie's Theron's kid. I still don't know what Charlie's Theron has. It's a black kid. I know that. But right. I don't know if it's white. I don't know if it, I mean I know it's not white, but I don't know if it's a boy or girl. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. I think Candace, it's a boy I, who I, says he's a girl. It's a boy who says he's a girl, and so he had, she identifies as a girl. But then she said mm-hmm. what they said. I don't know. That's uh, why uh, I drank Japanese whiskey. A transgender man is is a woman who has tran has transformed into a man. Yes, correct. So right, this person, so. well, of course he can carry a baby because he, he is a, a she. Gosh, <laughs> now I saw that movie years ago with Arnold Schwarzenegger who carried the baby. Mm. Who carried the baby? Mm. Yeah, and there is some science behind that. Because everything that the baby needs starts with the baby. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact that it implants in the uterus is is how it normally happens, how it's supposed to happen. There's theories that it can implant someplace else right. and still work. Because it's its own individual body. Yes. Contrary to what common culture today wants to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, modern people want to say, no, it's part of the woman's body. Well, this person is actually proving our argument as pro-lifers by saying that this baby, whether and, and let's say this, the baby is implanted in a in a man's stomach in mm-hmm. some form of a uterine deal that is must be created and implanted as well, that this is an individual human being who is simply receiving sustenance from the body. It's mm-hmm. its own individual. What are you laughing at, <laughs> Natalie? She's laughing, too. It's true. I just... <laughs> In, in planning in his, in, his, in his uterine what? It, it well the uterus his his well I was going to say you know within a uterine wall but that wall has to be implanted too because men don't have uteruses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's this world coming to? Well, yeah, why know. are we even having that? The only thing I, I know even... is sometimes you look pregnant and I look like, pregnant, hey, but that's yeah, a food but... baby. I don't even know so why I, we're talking so much. So about I should it. return but the gifts. Ridiculous. I'm fascinated with the mindset culturally that this is becoming acceptable and we're actually forced to have these conversations like look i don't care you you know me i love everybody i don't care i love you i love you i love you um you know i i I don't care what you try to do i'm I'm all i'm a fan of you not killing your baby that's that's kind of my thing and so as long as you're having the baby yeah whatever i mean but this is weird i mean we're having weird conversations here that we're actually saying hey you can be a man and have a baby well you're a transgender person that's actually a female that's not a man at all have you yeah. heard of So about- that's cool. You're having a baby like you were supposed to. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. You know what? Uh, mm-hmm. I think Hollywood ought to ought to uh, boycott transgenders because Hollywood's totally against you being able to have your baby. <laughs> I said that wrong, but you know what I meant. Because they boycott Georgia because Brian Kemp, our buddy Brian Kemp, mm-hmm. our good friend of the program, uh, a good friend personally has decided to sign that heartbeat bill and mm-hmm. all the C-listers, including Alyssa Milano, our favorite um, um, attraction, she's saying that Hollywood's going to boycott Georgia if they pass a heartbeat bill. Didn't Alabama jumped on board with something mm-hmm. also? Well, they totally banned it. Yeah, they yeah. banned it. They totally banned it. They, yeah. said if you, it. they said if you're a doctor and you perform an abortion, you're going to prison. And this is a female governor, right? Yes. In Alabama? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's... I love what K Dub said on Twitter the other day. Is somebody said, you know, that, that meme's been going around is men can't tell women what to do with their body. Men can't do what women. Mm-hmm. And he and he said, I wonder if they know that Roe v. Wade was all decided by men. It's <laughs> <laughs> a true point. Yeah, if you want to throw out men's decisions, yeah, exactly. Well, throw out Roe v. Wade. I is wanted he, to read. I wanted to read what Kemp said. Okay. Um, because that that's actually what's kind of trending right now is that he slams, you know, or uh, mocked actors in his yeah. comments. And to know Brian Kemp is to know this is a dude who gives zero Fs. I mean, like, he doesn't care. He's like, they might run me out on a rail in four years, but by God, they're going to know we've been here. Got it. And that, that's his attitude towards everything. Yeah, he said, 
We're elected to do what's right, and standing up for precious life is always the right thing to do. We're, we are a party of freedom and opportunity. We value and protect innocent life, even though that makes C-list celebrities squawk. Look at B. Kemp taking a little punch right there. Mm-hmm. He did. But he's right. He said uh, we fought every liberal activist in the country and won. So anyway. Speaking of the value of life, did you see this deal about the Border Patrol agent? I did. Border Patrol, mm. Patrol agent accused of deliberately hitting illegal immigrant with his truck. So like, this guy ran over him twice or something. Guatemalan man. Yeah. He also sent a text message that referred to immigrants as subhuman uh, SHIT. Mm-hmm. So December 3rd, 2017, his camera, his CBP. Uh, which is the Border Patrol camera operator recorded him hitting 23-year-old guy, uh, Guatemalan illegal, twice with his car mm-hmm. when the man ran away from the agents. So that's a sad deal. I mean, I understand that there are a lot of people out there who are dealing with a lot of frustration. I know a lot of Border Patrol agents, they deal with a lot of frustration, but they mm-hmm. are competent enough to do their job without letting that frustration dictate to them to the point where you do lessen somebody's dignity as a human being. Right. I've said it over and over and will continue to say, if I lived in any of those countries, I would be doing everything I could to get my family here as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Does that mean everybody's on the up and up? Of course not. We know that. But this is, you know, this is, it just goes to show you there's, there's, look, you're going to sit here and tell me that, look, we we completely support the veteran community. You're going to tell me everybody is on the up and up in the veteran community and the folks are out there doing, you know, in active duty military that they're not violating things and stuff like this. So you can point to this. And what I don't want to do is people to look at this and they say, oh, you see, the Border Patrol is full of hate. I should be demolished because, look, this is how they treat mm-hmm. illegals. No, you have a bad egg. You have somebody that did something uh, they should not have done. But this and is the one that makes the news. And that's it the is. one that makes this the news. This is the one that makes There's the news. There's a thousand out there doing compassionate things every day, a thousand times a day, doing did their you job know, the right did way. Did you know that there was there was someone who killed uh, 12 elderly women in Dallas over the weekend? Have you even heard that story? You heard that story? I know I that like, the, the homicide rate just since May 1st has like skyrocketed in Dallas. Yeah. So. But we're not talking about it. You know why? Because this person was an illegal, and the, mm-hmm. or this person was a, I think was a, um, it was an illegal. I could be wrong on this. It's either a Muslim or an illegal. I'm sorry, I read the headline this morning. That's how little we know about this story. Candizi. But that, that's how little. But twelve elderly women killed over this weekend by one person. And you know what? Because it doesn't fit the narrative, the media is completely silent. I can't even remember from reading the headline. If it was an illegal or, or where did you see person. the headline? But it was somebody that you don't pick on in the in the headlines anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was uh, from the Daily Caller. A Kenyan man accused of 12 murders while living in the United States illegally um, has been arrested four times for less serious crimes, and uh, this happened in Dallas County. Yeah, so they so a serial killer, or did this kill all 12 over the weekend? Just, like killed over 12 people over the weekend. Uh, it might have been one day. It's elderly uh, ladies. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. That's how little we know about it Golly. because it doesn't fit the narrative. You can't put that on illegals who do things like that. But but you got a bad egg in a border patrol agent who does something asinine like this, and, and this is a this is a headline. This is something we've got to you know they start pointing it out and say, see there, white men, dude named Bowen starts running over illegals in his truck. Yep. It's craziness. Throw the book yep. at him. Well, you got to throw I the know. book at. I mean, oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't. So, so I want y'all's opinion on this thing, and this is something that's just so important to me right now. And I encourage everybody, it, it just just because one, I want you there, I want you seeing everything we do. But I encourage everybody go on to uh, blazetv.com/slash/humor and subscribe. Uh, the promo code chat will pop up right there. You'll get a discount on it. But subscribe for the whole year. I signed my mother up the other day. Uh, so she can watch it on her cracked iPhone screen, and and I'm like, mom, you can't even see this. She's buy like, I can mom see a it. Phone. My mom must buy you a new phone. Nah, this one's fine. I finally figured it out. I'm like, well, this is well anyway. Eighty nine bucks out the door, whole year, and you support you know voices that that you agree with and and make you think. And I'm doing a full episode of Humor Me. Uh, actually, it airs tonight. I want you to see it on this topic of abortion. Um. I'm I'm really concerned with our how how over the last however many years 
and this is it's been true for centuries, but how we have so devalued human life. Mm-hmm. We take no dignity when it comes to human life anymore. Like you look at you look at an illegal and we call them illegals. And these are human beings, mm-hmm. you know, now, now should there be laws? Of course. And are they doing illegal things? Yes, they are. But these are still human beings. Unborn babies. These are human beings. Mm-hmm. You know, racial minorities. These are human beings. Party file. Steve's a human being, human being. He's got feelings. I, so. I got feelings. He hurts when you when you cut him, he bleeds. Yep. <laughs> you know this how? he's a cutter (laughs) sometimes he'll cut himself just to show you he hurts Mm -hmm. but it's this this disturbs me so i mean right here in three headlines we've talked about transgender people we've talked about unborn babies we've talked about illegals all these things this is what is consuming the headlines Mm -hmm. this is not life you know, this is not life. This life is to be no, it's pursued. Death. It's to be enjoyed. It's you know, we, you are you are granted these un, inalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. And what do we do? We're doing everything we can to challenge this idea of life. And look, look at this. You know, look, there's another one. There's another headline right here. Uh, the one you talked about about the middle schooler. Mm-hmm. Gay middle schoolers were bullied. So what does the school do? It goes to complete opposite extreme of, of anything that could actually help these kids. Bring in a drag queen. Brings in drag queens to teach LGBTQ history and perform for students. Mm-hmm. Now, please tell me in Durham, North Carolina, at Central Park School for Children, how recruiting drag queens from the, quote, House of Cox to entertain students after so-called gay bullying <laughs> is supposed to help them? Drag queens got to work, too. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> overtime, apparently my my uh, mm. high school sweetheart is a drag queen. Yeah. Yes. What does this mean here? <laughs> now, when you say high school sweetheart, I mean, literally sweetheart yeah. for, for both you and, and the rest of the I, world. I, I, and uh, they're they're twins. My high school. Wait sweetheart. a minute. <laughs> How many sweethearts did we have? Two. Well, you I had, had one. I had one. And then um, he has an identical twin brother. And they're both drag queens. I don't care what conversation, Candice, you have about transgenders. I'm going to get confused. Like now there's twins? What are we talking about? Yeah. Pretty. Which one's one's the transgender? They both are. No, 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 wait, wait. They're not transgender. They're both drag queens. Or they they dress in drag. drag. Yeah. And um, I don't know if y'all have ever been to a drag show, but they are real. I went of to I, I went to support them, and that was a very good show. I've been to a few different ones, <laughs> but do they walk Fun. around daily dressed as women, no. or is that for the show? No, for the show. no. But I will say, when um, they're out of the uh, out of the drag, their eyebrows are well way more plucked than mine. Kind of look like mine, like Joey Tribbiani's after yes uh, <laughs> after Chandler Bing did his. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's got to be hard but to put the wild hairs back. A drag queen in. show is a very fun show, and and yeah. I love uh, those two it, guys. It's an interesting show. I put it that way. I mean, if it's you've fun. ever if you've seen uh, the latest uh, Bradley Cooper with uh, Star Is Born, you know that's where he finds Lady Gaga. She's singing in the drag yeah. show. I don't know that my so I have a middle schooler. I don't know that my middle schooler is ready for a drag show yet. I don't or think ever. they are at all. Right. Now, if you are a grown adult that decides, hey, it's party time, mom, and we're going to go out and we're going to hang out. And you just happen to wind up for some rhyme or reason at a drag show, which I have had that happen in my life. Mm-hmm. Not that I was going out that night saying, hey, let's get online and find a drag show. Mm-hmm. But I, it, circumstances happen that I wound up at a drag show. Mm-hmm. I don't care what y'all think of me. I'm just telling you that's where I've been. I've never been to one on purpose. (laughs) I've been to a couple of them. (laughs) So anyway, it was a thing. It is a thing. And that's one thing. But to bring them in, and you're going to bring them into middle schoolers or these kids and and say, okay, this is – and again, I'm not judging your lifestyle or your choice. But it's this mindset that says, okay, we're going to take the most – uh, adverse slash perverse, potentially perverse thing that we could come up with and expose our kids to it in order to look, in my opinion, if they came to my middle school back with the boys I used to run around with and they're going to say, OK, this is an anti-bullying campaign. 
oh, those sissy kids were getting an ass whooping like they ain't never mm-hmm. had in their life after we went to the drag show. In the gymnasium at the at the middle school. I guess they're trying to promote tolerance. And I was and never a bully, but I know the kids I went to school yes. with. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that it would have yes. been me. I always went out of my way to not be that way. Because you know why? Because I didn't need a drag queen to teach me how to, how to not be a bully. My daddy whooped that ass. And, and let me tell you, I knew up front that it was wrong to bully people. And I didn't want that ass beat no more. Yeah. You know what? Get your ass beat is one way to not beat somebody else's ass. Amazing how that works. Well, there was that mom. I can't remember what city it was, but was it here? Party time, mom. The, the, the mom that her daughter was being bullied. So the mom showed up at the school, went into the classroom, and had a few choice words for those for those bullies. And mm-hmm. she got face-to-face with them and told them her opinion. Now she's been banned from the school the rest of the year. That happens when you drag a little teenager out by a weave. <laughs> <laughs> she told it was boys bullying a little gr- uh, a girl. See, I, yes, there's no stomach in me for that. And the mom, she's a mama bear, yeah. so I, I get wanting to protect your child, and and it was all, obviously all caught on video. So for me, I was rezoned in the second grade. At the end of second grade, I had to go from one school to the next, where I didn't know mm-hmm. very many people. Okay, and so I started third grade in a school that was I was a stranger, and honestly. Uh, it wasn't the greatest environment as a school. Was it some of the greatest neighborhoods? There were some kids who were mm-hmm. much older than us in our grades because they were not smart enough to be in the grades they should have been in. Mm-hmm. And so we were bullied. Okay, so we, we got picked on. We had to learn early on to fight back with kids that we had no business fighting in the first place. So right. as I got older, I knew that bullying was wrong. I, I, I knew how it made me feel. Yes. And to this day, I can't stand when somebody is made to feel that way. No question. And so that taught me some life lessons, that and having great parenting. And that's true. But this is ridiculous. Uh, you know, I, so we were at, um, and I don't get too far off tangent here because it gets boring, but we went to one of my son's uh, awards day yesterday mm-hmm. for his middle school and they pulled every student out and and they funneled them through a little line across stage now when i was in that grade we had an awards day but they gave you an award for what you accomplished these kids all got an award whether they accomplished anything or not because the principal explained he said look we got a teacher's appreciation day and a counselor's appreciation day and a secretary appreciation day blah 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 parents mother's day father's day we want to have a student's appreciation day and we're going to appreciate every student in here we're all going to get a certificate and then some are going to get extra certificates because they actually did something and accomplished something that is a sweet and nice way to say we're giving away participation trophies today mm-hmm. And is it, it like, did I stand up, stomp my foot and say, no, don't carry on. You're ruining right. these children. No, of course not. But that's the slope we're on. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But this is the kind of thing that I think leads to this sense of privilege and entitlement in our kids that thinks, eh, hmm. I'll hush. I've got a whole different question about this one. Um, <laughs> I bet you do, Dub. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Being a drag queen has nothing to do with somebody's sexuality. Right. That, that, it's, it's that's just, right. That's correct. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out why they would use drag queens to deal with gay bullying. They're the most bullied people in the LGBT community. Do you know that in Hollywood that the, that the transgender folks have decided that they do not want any drag queens participating in the LGBTQ, the gay pride parades? So they don't want them because they say that that is actually an insult to those who are actually transgender. So just because mm-hmm. so just like this Snapchat filter over the weekend where everybody was using the Snapchat filter where men could look like women and women could look like men. There were headlines where people came out and who said, no, my gender identity in, is far more important than your uh, social media filter. So they were actually getting insulted. Well, how dare you pretend to be something you're really not? Because, again, these people truly believe that they are men or women, okay, which is why you get into the actual psychosis of the dysphoria that exists because they truly believe that they are the other gender. That's problematic. It is. Uh, but that's the, so that's what happens. They get banned from doing the gay pride parades. The cross-dressers, they don't want them. Mm-hmm. And my gay agent in Hollywood thinks that's just the funniest thing in the world. He's like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's like, you know, here is this inclusive group of so-called freedom Absolutely. of sexuality and expression. And they're saying, OK, but not y'all. Mm-hmm. 
Because if you really, and we won't get into this, but if you really break down just the phrase LGBTQ, 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 I don't even know what it is. You you said it right. You had it right. LGBTQ, all of those in some way, form or fashion actually contradict each other in a certain philosophical way. They do. Uh, The whole transgender movement actually violates this idea of being gay or being uh, uh, bisexual or being lesbian or whatever because – it, again, you start to get into the philosophical grounds of who you're choosing to have sex with, and that is according to your actual gender identity and your sexuality based on a biological sex, which is completely thrown out the window when it comes to defining, defining and defending transgenderism. Anyway, we could go deep on it's that. Deep. It gets really complicated. But LGBTQ, they, they contradict each other. In terms of being one community. So I had a friend of mine who's a lesbian a few years ago. She said, I love you. She said, but you make me so mad. And I said, why? She said, because you were talking about transgenders in the military. And I said, well, that has nothing to do with you. She says, yeah, but I'm lumped into that community whether I want to be or not. And I said, no, you're not. Right. You claim to be a lesbian. You're not a transgender person. Why are you allowing this this community to define who you are as an individual? Hmm. It's not right. And that's why you get in all of this confusion. And then all of a sudden now, here's the thing. If, if, if you can find yourself to be victimized, then you're now entitled. So if I'm a victim, then I should be entitled to more because I should have never been victimized. And so if I can get into this community that by and large is fine victimization in these things, then guess what? Um, I'm now a community of entitlement. So these people who want actual equality are actually pursuing entitlement. And once they get entitlement, they're going to get what they really want, and that is control. Maybe we should have my high school sweetheart on the show. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) My high school sweetheart. Mo or Larry? No, it was... It was was the twins. Muffy or Lily? (laughs) Kara and Tara. Karen, Tara, of course they're twins. <laughs> we should have them on the show. But you they're know what awesome. pisses me off more than anything is I can't make fun of any of them. They won't, like, like everybody wants, they won't, you know. I they would comedy. be okay with it. They make fun of you too. I mean, I'm that's sure what, I would that's hope so. That's how life should be. It's just like my gay agent makes fun of me. Yes. I make fun of him. Yes. I wish I could tell you about, anyway, I won't. They both could hold their, trust me, they could yeah. hold their heels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And put you in your place. I and I think it. that's what life should be about. I think a lot of it's big boned? No, no, they're they're pretty. Okay. They're pretty. I gotta stop this conversation. Okay. I think a lot of it's people worried a little bit too much about how other folks perceive them. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um on uh, on Facebook, I've got a friend who's I mean, I'm I'm a conservative. I'm a black conservative, which makes me I guess a little bit of a rarity. But uh, <laughs> I've had a couple of folks challenge me on that, says, you know, you can't be a black man and be a conservative. And I was like, well, you know, black men aren't conservative and I would tell them, no, because I am a black man, what I do, how I think defines or contributes to the definition of what a black man does or thinks. Right. And so it's, I'm maintaining my individuality. Mm. And, and so, and that's what I'm thinking these folks need to do. Right. Uh, if, if you're born as a man, you think you're a woman, then okay. But why do you need to change your appearance? That's only for everybody else. Because the community's told them that's what they have to be. That's exactly what you deal with as a black conservative in America. The, you, you have a community that is telling you what you must be. And if you're not, then you're a coon or an Uncle Tom or you're a sellout or you're to the man of the massa and all this kind of stuff that's thrown out. And you see where the real tolerance lies, right? Yes. Yes, I do. I've Some been called all of those at one point or another. From yeah. your own family. Uh, yeah. A lot of them so, from my own yeah. family. Yeah. And, and, wow. I, and I'll get in and I'll get in sometimes. I'll see... <laughs> Uh, your conversations that you have on, on different things. And I appreciate you because you never lose your cool. You are always like, you're very straightforward. And I appreciate, I like, I'm like my man, <laughs> K dubs on the scene and, and, and you're an educated man and you're very, very smart by any, by any measurement of standard standard of measurement rather. Um, and I love it, but I, sometimes I'll see you going back and forth with that. You could tell when somebody's a, a close acquaintance and I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm staying out of this. Cause that's because I'm like, he doesn't need my help. In that regard, I always need your help, but the other way around ain't true. <laughs> but, but don't let the community like I believe that we are created and designed to exist in a community, but it's got to be the right community. Mm-hmm. But that community doesn't it doesn't define me. It aids. It helps me. It helps me find my personal identity. So Jade and I have a marriage 
that actually works. And one of the things that I tell people why our marriage works so well is because although we are a community in a marriage, we've never tried to change each other so that we lose our own personal identities. There's something to be said about being an individual. You have these people who have, and we joke about the people who have the joint Facebook accounts, and we're like, we know where your balls are. But anyway, (laughs) you know, we joke about that and to each their own. But but you find these people who are so jealous or they can't go out in public without taking their spouse with them. And they, the person's got to be right there with them all the time because they have so lost their sense of identity yeah. and they're so threatened by their spouse having their own identity. You can't let that community totally define who you are. You got to be yourself and then let that individuality influence the community in which you exist. That not the other way around. Bullseye. That's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Do you do you see a trend, or, or has anyone changed their opinion uh, over time? Uh, your black friends have, or, or family members, have they changed? Has anyone changed their opinion over time because maybe they're seeing Brexit? It's, it's not so much changing their opinions as becoming actually more tolerant. So they're still just tolerant, but not really on the. As far as I'm concerned, that's all I really want to ask for from them. Okay. I mean, I, I'm okay with differences of for opinion. Sure. Uh, just don't hate people because of their differences of opinion. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. curious because uh, uh, what what we've heard from um, Candace Owens is seeing a transition of a lot of um, black Americans really starting to kind of how she describes it is see the light in the Democratic Party and what the Democratic narrative really <coughs> Candace and I have talked about it, and I've talked about it with many people. My opinion is, and it's it's an old Andrew Breitbart, Breitbart tactic that Ben Shapiro has proposed as well, and it's not mm-hmm. – I don't debate people in order to change their minds. I debate people so that the people listening in on it can change their minds. So there's mm-hmm. people who are seeing that conversation that are far more influenced than the person that you're going back and forth with. So that's why our founding fathers encouraged debates. It wasn't so that, you know, uh, Alexander Hamilton could change Aaron Burr's mind and they ultimately wound up with pistols at each other. But it was so who was sitting in that assembly hall listening to them debate could be influenced by it. Got it. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And that's what Kevin does so eloquently and excellently with with what he does on online. He does a great job of it. I tend to lose my cool. I, I want to just, oh, I, I, I'm getting better mm-hmm. in every way and every day I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep telling myself that. But, you know, Candace, uh, Candace got just, she just got banned on Facebook over the weekend at the end of last week for being mm-hmm. considered part of a hate community. Candace is not a hateful person. No. She's an eloquent person. She's a logical person. She's an outspoken person. She's very direct. But for them to ban her on Facebook as being a part of a hate community, it's ludicrous. By whose definition? Mm-hmm. By whose definition? Because because Candace is not out trying to, quote, convert anybody by coercive measures. She is stating her story, her logic, her opinions. This is what her journey looks like. And she's out there telling that story. And whether you choose to believe it or not, I'm not trying to convert anybody. Not a single soul. I want to be st- like what Kevin says. I want you to appreciate and tolerate the fact that I have a certain belief system that's not yours. And I'm entitled to that. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I, I, I appreciate and will vote for Donald Trump in 2020. It doesn't mean I hate black people. It doesn't mean I hate illegals. It doesn't mean I hate immigrants. It doesn't mean that you hate those that don't agree with you. Right. I don't hate the person that's online disagreeing with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look online is what I do for a living. I enjoy it. I have right. fun. I love the back and forth. I love the dialogue. Uh, and sometimes I get a, I get a, you know, I laugh at the, the so-called trolls. Well, you get horned. Trolls. I get horned all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's your fault. <laughs> no. I know. So anyway, don't let the community define you, man. That that's a big that's a big deal. You know, I was listening to you mentioned Shapiro a second ago. Did you see? Was it Rosie O'Donnell and he and Rosie O'Donnell had an exchange on? Not their first. No. Yeah. Uh, I think that's who it was, and uh, he on Twitter with I, I think what would be considered by definition from Twitter as. Um, messages of hate and threat and so he he reported it to twitter yeah um i probably should have looked this up candace well, if you, you know, want okay, to so you take the but then twitter came brothers. back and said mm, not really yeah. not but he conversely if ben had said that to her it would have you know so i have gotten legitimate threats death threats blah 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 i don't know that i've ever reported them to say facebook or mm-hmm. twitter or whatever i have 
I have turned the messages and the information over to people that I am connected with who are connected to law enforcement who can make things happen and say, okay, you want to see if this is valid or not. I've done that. But like you take the Krasenstein brothers who both got banned on Twitter over the weekend, and I don't agree with either one of them, but I will fight for their right to say what I disagree with. Sure. I don't think they should have been banned. Now, they can piss me off all day long with their opinions, but I will fight for their right to say it. That's what we've gotten to. People have gotten so thin-skinned that they can't, you know, if it doesn't fit in my community, if it doesn't fit in my way of doing things, then let's just ban them. Let's get rid of them. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I don't believe in it. Or you'll wind up like what's going on in Washington, D.C. right now, which is the, mo- is the worst idea ever, <laughs> where everybody becomes the police themselves. They yeah. become the Gestapo and these <laughs> tactics where now mm-hmm. they're giving they're, you're giving regular people the power to issue parking tickets, especially in D.C., in Washington, D.C. <laughs> I'd like to have that power at the grocery store. Oh, gosh. People that take up three parking spots. I'm going to give them a ticket. Give you a ticket. To Citizens the on number, patrol. To decrease. <laughs> Barney Fife, man. Citizens arrest. <laughs> what was that goober who was? Or Gomer Powell. Citizens arrest. <laughs> Citizens arrest. He was going to arrest Barney. Mm-hmm. It establishes a citizen safety enforcement pilot program which is a long way to say neighborhood watch uh, where the district department of public works will allow up to 10 trained residents per ward to be able to write up the parking infractions. Oh my sweet, sweet merciful Lord. These individuals file a violation by taking a picture of the vehicle documenting the time. There are too many retirees out there that would just really get off on this responsibility. I mean, they would be out there with a measuring stick seeing if you're eight inches over the line on your parallel parking. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. This is, that's so, um, says the potential to go really bad. <laughs> Remember that time you got mad at me for getting out and checking how far I was from the curb, and I had to repark. That one time, remember, remember that. <laughs> that one time, it's close enough. Oh my gosh, just let me out. You can park it all day long. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Did you see where that sex cult's grandmaster was seen as some kind of god? I got to start me a cult. I start me a cult. Probably Haven't you? lucrative. I was going to say right. start. It's there. This guy, beginning in 1998, Keith Ranier. Ranieri. Yeah. Ranieri. Ranieri. Did I say it? Mm-hmm. I love you, Candy. You see? Got it. Attracted thousands of acolytes to his self-help groups headquartered near Albany, New York, with the promise of life-transforming classes. Let me tell you something. If this dude's trying to draw you into his little self-help group and you got to come in and shave your head, and I don't know that they did that, but give you know up what I'm your saying? wife. If you got to unlock clients' greater potential, he's totally trying to have sex with you. Okay. These were the women who actually branded themselves with the symbol of the cult, and then it ended up being like his initials that were like canted. Sure. So it looked like the symbols of like earth, air, fire, and water, but it ended up spelling out um, NX. Uh, N-X-I-V-M, but sideways, it was like his initials. See, what Chad had me do back here (laughs) on my back, I don't see his initials in it at all. It's a butterfly. (laughs) It's a CP butterfly. It's a butterfly, the C and the P make two wings. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that that the, the P the whatever you call that the straight uh, up and down line. Show me yours. I'll butterfly. show you mine. That's a sternum. <laughs> and it you was... should see where Steve's got a butterfly. Oh, show it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it was done with a cauterizing iron. Come on. That's how they. Yeah. It's got to sting a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Again, what Chad used was <laughs> just from his days in animal science, just brand us. Just there you go. hashtag stay horned. Stay horned, everybody. Party time, mom. Uh, how do you get, like, how do you become such an evil genius that you can, that you can totally manipulate and influence people to the degree that, that things like a a cult comes to pass? I mean, and then you, then you have to be so mentally weak and, uh, you join this stuff. Correct. I kind of get it nowadays in the days of social media and stuff like that, but go back before social media, like Like David David Koresh. Koresh. He didn't have social media. I know we're on the That's same where we met. Well, <laughs> Charles Manson. I mean, yeah, Charles uh, Man- no uh, social media. Jim Jones. I mean, how did you? I mean, it was it was organic. You like, yeah. hey, there's this guy who's over here doing these things, and this guy is has this systematic way of breaking people's brains down and, and making them into you know malleable mush that he can manipulate them. Have you joined a cult? No. No. Not not. You're not going on the Scientology cruise. 
Maybe the Scientology cruise, just to see what it's like. I don't know. Hey, measles you know? is Research. not <laughs> Measles on the Scientology yeah. cruise, yeah. yeah. I had, some, I actually got some Scientology messages after that. Really? Deal, yeah, after we talked about that on the program last week or the week before. Well, we did some good advertising for yeah, them. I know, and they, but there were people who were, um, um, yeah, they, they were defending Scientology. They should be thankful that we were putting the message out. Now other people are looking into it. And I will say that I have some friends, and they are legitimate friends out in Hollywood who are they're members of the church. They're members of Scientology. Cool, that's their deal. That's their deal, but I wish they weren't, and whatever. Hmm. AOC, our favorite. Um, oh, gosh. Is she yeah. still in the news? She's doing things, man. She invokes she the Bible. Away. This is where we've come. She, what she needs to invoke is that IKEA instruction manual so she can put that furniture together in an apartment and stop sitting around on the floor putting out Instagram videos. But she taunts the religious right about interest rates punishing women and queer people. That's her words. Trying to outlaw sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Ocasio-Cortez has teamed up with fellow Democratic Socialist Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Proposing the Stop Loan Sharks Act, which would cap credit card interest rates and virtually eliminate payday lending. Promote the bill. She retweeted a Vox article outlining the plan with a message that usury, a.k.a. high interest, happens to be explicitly denounced in the Bible and many other religions. She then mocked Christian legislators, adding, looking forward to having the religious right uphold their principles, plus sign my bill. Unless, of course, they're not only invoking religion to punish women, queer people, with a smiling emoji, donning a halo. Oh, boy. As oh Americans, boy. we have the right to have 29.9% interest on our credit cards. Well, let's talk about high interest. <laughs> let's talk about high usury. Uh, Whenever Bernie and those guys want to pay for your college yeah. education, as a, as take an you American, up to 75%. We have the right to max out every credit card we have. <laughs> <laughs> you have that right. And we've done it, Steve. Yes. We've have all you, done it. Have you, um, have you, uh, you know, over the weekend, Bernie talked about. How a nation that can pay baseball players, professional baseball players, as much as they do could certainly pay teachers more, educators more. And I didn't know I didn't know we taxpayers paid baseball players. They sell a lot of beer at those stadiums, a lot of jerseys. Maybe teachers come up with some jerseys with their names on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sell beer at school. Bernie knows nothing about economics. Let's go there. Okay, (laughs) he knows nothing about it. But to sit there and say, oh, well, you know. Well, I won't even get in my Bernie imitation because it makes me mad. But come on. You just used a perfect example of capitalism to try to defend what you're promoting with socialism. Dumb. But then AOC going to use the Bible is the same form of uh, idiocy with mm-hmm. that. So we can get in. We could get into the whole Bible study of what usury is. It, that's not what she's trying to make that be yeah i'm a little worried about that from a slightly different viewpoint again um it's important to understand the bible if you're a christian and i worry that there's an awful lot of people who are christians or at least claim to be christians who really know so very little about the bible they will be victimized by a a poor quote or a quote taken out of context it's like fishing in a swimming pool. If you don't have fish in the water, you're wasting your time. So what I mean by that is if you claim to that the Bible is a guide for your life, it would be good if you hid some of it in your heart right. and maybe knew a little bit <laughs> yes. about it so that you can pluck some out every now and then whenever you need to eat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like fishing in a swimming pool. Everybody claims to be a Christian, but they're not putting any fish in the water. Mm-hmm. So you're exactly right, Kay. Kay Deb, mm-hmm. the wisdom. What else we need to talk about before well, we get wait, out of here? Well, you, you mentioned something earlier, but did yes, you I see did. the billionaire who ple- who pledges to pay off Morehouse College graduating class? Was that a true debt? story? Yeah, true story. Oh, okay. True story. He he is he has pledged that his family is going to create um something to allow all of those graduating students in that class. They're going to pay off their debt. And there are people who are upset about that. Yes. There were people who were upset about that. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare he do that? Well, Because okay. they didn't do them. Well, my thing there is, okay, mm-hmm. you're willing to have a socialist structure whereby we all pay it off. Right. But you don't want a capitalist who's going to come in there that's been successful and pay it off out of the kindness of his heart. 
Mm-hmm. See, that's what I love about so many things that are going on. We talked about that on the episode with uh, James Robinson about how many of these folks like Ben Carson and those mm-hmm. guys are coming in, bringing these successful entrepreneurs into the inner cities and helping these people come out of bond- the bondage of poverty. Mm-hmm. That's the way it's supposed to be done. That's what a ministry is. That's, that's mm-hmm. what that is. When you come along and serve people with your giftedness and you help them understand it and succeed with it as well because of it, in spite of it. Um, yeah, that's like $40 million yeah. is what that uh, is estimated to be. I mean, yeah. Somebody tried to get a bit snarky with Oprah about that. You know, they, they, I saw they, that. They tweeted and they said, hey, you know, hi, hey, Oprah, take a look. Somebody's, you know, uh, yeah. outdoing you here. And she very accurately responded. She hey, did Four thousand, I think it was, students through that very same school. So. Thank you. I think she's probably doing her part. Yes, done she her is, part many times. She is over. doing her Here's part. Here's a car. There's a car. Everywhere yeah. a car. But uh, I mean, she is very philanthropic, and and she deserves credit for that. Mm-hmm. And this guy to create a grant to do this, man, Candace, do you have student loans? Why weren't you there at that graduating class? I know, right? But mm-hmm. I think it was AOC who said like they don't need charity handouts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It's she like- was, and I can't stand it. I'm about to go angry, white male. I'm just trying to stay calm. <laughs> well, if you take it, taxpayers' money, that's not charity. Right, but that's if someone's her. willing to do a donation on your behalf, it's insane. There is no such thing as government-funded. I've said it a thousand times. Nope. You'll hear me say it a thousand more. There's no such thing as government-funded. It's taxpayer-funded. Okay? Yep. Listen, there is no socio – there is no – let me start over – there is no economic structure in the world or history that has ever pulled more people out of poverty than capitalism. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist. Socialism has done more to put people in poverty than anything else. I promise you, you're going down a very slippery road here, and, and this is the type of logic that says, oh, well, we don't want your charity. Well, I don't know what you think free education is when you're taking it from my tax money. Um, that's exactly what it is. So we got to stop here. No, let's talk about Elton John. Oh. <laughs> Elton John. No, let's talk about the Green New Deal. An old red scare. Old red scare. See, I, go ahead and get off. We're, we're in overtime now, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all don't have to watch. Go on. I, every time I always say, hey, we got to get out of here, all of a sudden you can see the numbers just drop. <laughs> Look, if you don't want an education. Overtime, Mom. It's overtime, Mom. <laughs> Look here. I. This, okay, so. Chris Stewart, Republican, one of the anti-socialism caucus. He said the government will come into almost every part of everyday life from energy to transportation to literally what you eat. Now, look, I'm not worried about Mm -hmm. feeling the burn. I'm worried about feeling the afterburn because Mm -hmm. here's the thing. It's not that I think Bernie Sanders and his socialistic policies are wanting to take people out gulag style and execute them behind a, a building on a cold, snowy Moscow night. It's after his economic system has been put in place that the dictator rises up and then you have a problem okay Mm -hmm. so socialism as smith said is the cry of special interests it is a subterfuge and camouflage the people are sick and tired of it now you what you got to go pee or something shut up (laughs) (laughs) he gone He's maybe maybe in my life. This is what I live with. Maybe he's going to get a prop. This is look. He's gone. He left the head. Would you kindly, Kevin? Would you kindly prop the head up in Steve's place, please? This see the heads. The head's hard to get a hold of, man. It's hard to get a hold of. Slickery. Thank you. Okay. Wow. There we go. Steve's been traveling me for a few years now, and I promise you. It's like he came out of the closet or something. Like, he just doesn't care anymore. He's just like, boom. Like, I'm just going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. While he's gone, you want to see that naked picture of him sitting by the pool? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Is he so, naked? And, yeah, he's naked, but he's got a towel on. Oh. So, anyway, after Franklin Delano Roosevelt rested the presidency from Hoover, he launched the rescue and reform of a new deal, which both Hoover and Smith decried as socialism. I knew that in the end they would shackle free men Herbert Hoover said of Roosevelt's New Deal policies in 36 while urging people to vote him out to save the soul of America. He ain't wrong. Mm. He ain't wrong. And everybody that wants to look in us at us and say, okay, and I get it all the time. They're like, oh, well, have you never heard of Social Security? Have you never heard of welfare? Have you never heard of the post office? Have you never heard of you know, blah, 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 Medicare? 
yes, I understand social programs, but social programs do not socialism make. That's the thing. It's one thing to have social programs. It's another thing to embrace full-blown socialism. That is something else. Socialism as an economic structure demands that if it's going to continue to function, it must have a benevolent leadership in place. As soon as that benevolent leadership is gone, that economic structure is going to lead to the division of haves and have-nots. You're going to have communism, Mm -hmm. and that is going to lead to the destruction of the people who do not have. Welcome back, Steve. It was a call that I had to had yeah. to answer. I think you'll like the results. The doctor report is back. The doctor report is in. <laughs> You're good. He is pregnant. <laughs> See, you're back on keto. That's what happens. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly why I call right. it cheeto. That gallon of water a day is like. Yeah. Steve was over there. The His teeth were like, floating, Candy. His like, teeth were floating. We're I thought we were. All of a sudden, yeah. I, I felt that. I was like, so all right, it's going to be over. Story. I get to go. This is how this works right here. So, okay. This, this is this is Steve. Steve is a creature of habit. You, I mean, you left the head just laying over on its side and everything. Was, Steve, I had to go. Steve's a creature of habit. <laughs> so, like, we can travel eight hours across, we just drive, 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 on an airplane, whatever, and Steve is completely fine. But as soon as his body senses that we're getting near the hotel, <laughs> it becomes a mad dash the last mile and a half. I do that. If he senses, we all do that. I do that too, yes. yes. But Steve has to tell everybody. Oh. Steve has to talk about it. Like when he knows he's getting close to home and you're like, you're like, you get the bags out and everything and you got a little piece of business you got to discuss or something standing in the driveway. Steve's like, his legs start shaking. Yeah. And he's like, like, we had an hour he's drive like, we, to I gotta talk go. about this. I got to go. Got to go. Because he has to go. So mm. you know how I've always told you guys that the house of cards of false logic will always fall in on itself. Mm. Like if it's a bad, if it's bad logic, it's always going to fall in on itself. You don't have to try to pull it down. It'll fall in on itself. This Elton John, the new movie, which by the way, I'm actually excited mm-hmm. to see. I'm a huge fan of Elton John music. Um, have been my entire mm-hmm. life. I'm excited to see this. The kid that's playing him, I can't think of his name. He Did he die? From, no. Taron oh. Egerton? Yeah, the Egerton yeah. kid. He was in the uh, Kingsman. Which so. was a massively violent, all those movies. Steve. This is... <laughs> I know. Just quit. Just, I, you <laughs> it's can't. been a great no, show. No, no, no. I'm going to finish this show because this is what I want to talk about. So Elton John blasts the bullshit criticism from LGBT community over straight actor portraying him in the movie. Elton John has come to the defense of a heterosexual actor who portrays a legendary musician in the upcoming film Rocket Man, a forthcoming biopic based on John's life. So they said that the critics said Taron Egerton... <laughs> Should have turned down the role and allowed a gay man to portray Elton John instead. Elton John's gay? I hate your guts, dude. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mr. John. I didn't. No idea. At the Cannes Film Festival on Thursday, John made it clear he vehemently disagrees with Egerton's critics. He said, that's BS. I'm sorry. And it it is. It's it's, anyway, that's BS. So that's that's where we live. That's why I say that house of cards will fall in on itself. Just like one day Steve's heart's going to implode. Just, just going to get up to pee. He's just going to be middle of the night. going to go, I got to go! Boom! I'm going to find him dead. Oh, gosh. And then we will not have a Wednesday headline episode with Marty Kyle Steve. We will wrap a black so... band around the head of the head <laughs> and, and put it over there. And we will then then we'll, then we'll burn Herbert in effigy in, in remembrance. Crying. We'll send it's Herbert so out on a, on a float as we... And we'll shoot him oh, with a sorry. flaming arrow and send your spirit to Valhalla. Did he die? Did he die? I, I thought they were making a movie. Every time they make a movie about somebody, it's usually after they die. I miss a little bit of headline news every now and then. Because so. you left. I left. Went to the bathroom. You left the city, not the planet, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Did he die? Party foul, Steve. K Dub. We're gonna do this thing again many, many yes. times. K Dub's gonna get. We're gonna get him in the hot seat here eventually. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about this myth of flight. I don't believe in it. I don't believe airplanes exist. I don't believe they actually fly. Oh, I don't believe air travel is a real thing. I think it's all part of the matrix. Uh, for a guy oh. who's who American Airlines says I did a quarter million miles last year, I don't believe a bit of it. Yeah, I don't believe a bit of it. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Okay. Okay, Dub. One of these episodes, we're going to talk about the myth of flight. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Have you ever flown? Uh, now I'm questioning it. Now you're questioning now it. Now I don't know. I have my reasons. We live. We don't live in the world we think we live in. 
simulation. Ah, uh, it's weird. Just ask Elton John. Okay. <sighs> so much I'd love to talk about. I've missed you guys all these all this time. I've been on a non airplane flying across, crisscrossing the country, <laughs> teleporting is what I was doing. Yeah, it's magic in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. In the Matrix, Natalie. Yes. I appreciate you. We're going to get off here so you can laugh, okay? Party foul, Steve. She's got a P, too. Party I do. That's K-Dub, <laughs> Puppet Master Mark Candice, Queen of the Ethiopians. Hey, let's keep making the world a crazy place. It gives me a job. I love y'all. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.